He's got external testosterones inside his body yeah. to stay fitter and look fitter. younger. What are you talking about? This is already happening. It's already happening. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Even I, want, even I want to experience that thing. Like, why, why do you have... I mean, eating, <laughs> traveling and sleeping. These are the three, three biggest time wasters. Eating is still leisure. <laughs> eating is still leisure. Still fun. Time waster, I wouldn't say, but these are the three things that consumes a lot of time. Hi guys, welcome back to the Synapse Pod. Uh, we have the king of routine, Ayush, with us today. And we have the king of Gryffindor, if you can see his shirt, Paras. And the king of spontaneity. <laughs> I got that for myself. So guys, today we are going to do a new format. Uh, we thought, uh, we've done last 16, 17 episodes. Uh, just discussing what's happening in politics, life, business, startups, tech, a lot of things. Today, uh, the theme, and uh, both of these guys don't know, but the theme is going to be uh, predicting the future. One random question from each to the others, right? Anything and everything, whatever you can think of, any random topic, but it will go as a round robin. I will ask the first question. Both of you guys need to come up with an answer or whatever according to your understanding. Then it flips. We'll do a couple of rounds and... Uh, We'll just pick each other's brains. Cool. Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Right? Fine. Cool. Perfect. So my first, we'll call it thoughts in the air. My first thought in the air for both of you to think about um, is you both need to give our audience and me two predictions which span 15 plus years or 20 plus years. So we're talking about 2040 or 2045, right? We are sitting right now in 2022. <coughs> so we are essentially extrapolating our mind 20 years from now. And it can be as random as just waking up and seeing something, right? Two things you expect to see when you wake up on a Saturday morning in 2045 around you in your loved one's lives in the world, what is happening, and we will just dig it, dig it down from there. Cool? Okay, Ayush, you want to start? Sure, two, two things, right? Two things, yes. So I'll start with one that yeah. like comes straight to So you do one one, yeah. Cool. cool. So one thing that came, like that comes straight to my mind is uh, like having so many autonomous robots around uh, in terms of physical form and in terms of like software, mm. maybe in terms of chatbots or AI, ML, whatever. I mean, if I wake up on a Saturday morning, 15 years from now, I might not be doing a lot of things. The tech would be taking care of a lot of things. Like, what what should be the perfect temperature hmm. while I sleep? What, hmm. what should be the perfect temperature when I wake up? What's the view from my window, which is artificially looking into another world? Hmm. Right. Uh, which, which improves my productivity as soon as I wake up and all those things. I mean, yeah, like, uh, like integration of tech. AI deeply into our daily lives mm-hmm. is what I see 15 years from now. How, so when you say robots do and uh, fixing temperatures, do you mean like for example you're wearing a or you're sleeping with a blanket and that has 
some circuits inside it which keep you warm measure your body temperature that, that can be the starting point but i mean 15 years from now that might get evolved into like something there in the atmosphere which i'm living in and not based on a sensor which is attached to my body or onto my body hmm. or if if we go further maybe something which is embedded into my body hmm. that manages the temperature of just my body and not anything around Oh, so, so uh, you know the thought which I get just by listening to him is uh, there's this brilliant movie called Transcendence. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen it? Uh, uh, mm, I don't think so. Okay. Um, so uh, the movie it's, it's it's it has Johnny Depp. Uh, in the movie, uh, so he's a brilliant scientist, and uh, he essentially dies, but he's able to uh, store his consciousness in the cloud, and the consciousness merges with AI, and then. he artificially creates his own body the consciousness and puts his consciousness into that body so he's ever present everywhere and then he just shows that how quickly he's doing um, discoveries or innovations for example he finds a cure to cancer that consciousness in, inside a laboratory which he has made and eventually like the end scene of that movie is um, he releases the most um, stable and, and and actually the most beneficial nanobots into the uh, atmosphere hmm. of the earth and winds carry these nanobots across the earth yeah. and these yeah. nanobots actually enter water streams hmm, right. they enter oceans yeah. they enter air they enter people and uh, they heal the planet for example they they suck out they suck out the carbon dioxide from the atmosphere the bad yeah. greenhouse gases and everything okay So, so some yeah, kind, yeah. Of provision, yeah. kind of things that we can't do, hmm. uh, but lot of army of bots can do. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's also a concept called nano dust. Nano dust. Yeah. Nano dust. Smart dust. Smart dust. Smart. Yeah, where uh, the self con where there is a central self conscious AI, which uh, which essentially dictates all these nano bots. It's just fucking crazy. No, very cool. What what do you think, guys? About this? Uh, about this or what's your prediction? No, this sounds cool. Very much possible. I think mm-hmm. we're just lazy people. We'll yeah. figure out more ways to exactly <laughs> stay, be be able to stay even more lazy. So that will definitely that's in the right line of yeah. our failures. Yeah. Uh, what I see, I mean, it won't be very visible, but I think we would have already shifted to majority energy being produced from clean sources. Hmm. I think right. that fifty percent mark we will cross in fifteen years hmm. because I see things will grow very exponentially. <coughs> and hmm. in fact, I was reading about India also. India has grown like more than ten x. At least it was at least ten x with respect to our solar production hmm. or solar's contribution to the nation's energy requirements. Hmm. It has grown ten x over last decade. Hmm. So. So I think clean source of energy will, is something which the world will go very bullish yeah. on over next fifteen years, and we will have majority being done from clean sources, and that would also be like visible that it's a it's a function of time that will be on hundred percent there. So mm. I can't say fifteen years will be hundred percent, but we'll I think will be majority. So when when you yeah. say clean sources, which are you most bullish about? Which am I most bullish about? Of course, solar seems smart right now, mm. like. A lot of production is mm. happening, and it's mm. able to produce also. Mm. Uh, the cost has been coming down. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 
In fact, in, in some geographies, it has already dipped. Like it also also depends on how much sunlight exposure stays. Mm. And in some geographies, it's already actually cheaper than the mm. fossil fuel uh, generated energy. So. I think, uh, I think we'll go very fast. Solar will go away. In solar, you were doing some study about some kind of... Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, in fact, not solar. I was doing a, a study about clean energy only. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so I uh, so my prediction would be, just taking uh, your thought uh, onto the next level, there is a concept, this beautiful concept about a mega structure called a Dyson Sphere. Mm-hmm. Now, Dyson Sphere is essentially uh, satellites with uh, solar panels and reflective glasses which are around the native star of a solar system. So imagine a sphere around the sun Hmm. which is like a mesh sphere where all these satellites are connected to each other but they encompass the whole sun, they collect the energy, they send that to a central relay station out in space and then they beam that energy back to earth. Because as soon as uh, solar, solar energy travels through the atmosphere, it loses 60% of its uh, potency. Like if, if 100 watts is being transferred, 60 watts is only be, mm-hmm. 60 watts is lost. Only 40 watts is able to be, uh, be transferred. So what it does is, what it does is instead of uh, uh, capturing, uh, instead of just relying on what we get from sun, uh, we can concentrate the sun's energy from uh, outer space and beam it back to a receiver on Earth. Uh, in the form of a microwave and why microwave because microwaves are the most easiest to produce instead of a laser because even if you do laser the throughput loss is massive like you can beam a laser because it's photons it's photons absolutely Mm -hmm. so if you just do microwaves you and you can build multiple receivers across uh, all these receivers can collect that energy and it's essentially abundant and free and 24 7 which is a loss uh, which does not happen with uh, traditional solar panels which you put on earth so this concept came out in 1970s um, as a Dyson sphere and, um, and uh, the three types of civilization like to shift a civilization from a civilization which only eats the energy of its planet uh, by mining uh, as soon as we sh- go beyond our uh, atmosphere uh, we, we shift to a type 1 civilization where we are using the ener- complete 100% energy independence of our star. star. Yeah. So. I can imagine uh, seeing a Dyson sphere in 15 years. No, I don't think so. No, at least some some construction of like yeah. some prototypes. Probably some just startups, right? Yeah. Just trying to create that mesh array. And you know the MVP for this would be the easiest. Just create a satellite which goes outside the atmosphere, uh, just sucks in the energy and beams it in the form of uh, a microwave. Just one satellite. That is the MVP. If you can prove that and you can show that the uh, loss of energy is less, you have you have the imagination to run. So that is something which I feel interesting. Ayush, what would be your second? What's your first? This was my first, like Dyson Sphere. I, yeah, I, that's, I mean, Dyson that's, Sphere. Oh, that's an editor. <laughs> that's an editor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, fine. Alright, there's another one. Uh, I think we will not uh, want to travel to distance planets. Um, I, I feel that the whole mass consumer psychology would change that. I, I don't want to go to Mars because it's really hostile, um, the environment uh, right now. And uh, of course, some visionaries will start to establish some kind of a base. But it's a, but, but at least for the next 50 to 60 years, I don't see people making that conscious choice of uh, letting go of all the luxuries of Earth. Uh, at least the rich 
and uh, going there. But uh, what I also see is uh, there would be uh, what people will start to do is if we are able to digitize our consciousness, right? Um, they will start to slingshot their consciousness um, to other planets in the form of small small robots or satellites which can travel very close to the speed of light. It's like a you know, like a slingshot. Yeah. Uh, once you slingshot it, uh, for example, I can send Chirag to Mars just by slingshotting my consciousness, and that consciousness is captured uh, by a receiver on Mars, and then this whole movie Avatar, which we have seen, right? We don't need to physically transport our fragile organic yeah. body to another planet. We can just transport our consciousness, and then there is a metal body over there, or a robot, or some other organism, which uh, in which on which the consciousness is transpired. You don't have to physically screenshot the consciousness. It can go digitally. Digitally, yeah, I think so. Mm. It's but data. it's data. Yeah, some photons uh, or mm. some, some form of energy. Yeah, you have to Needs use to some form of energy to transfer it. Right? Ah, yeah, correct. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, correct. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe there is not a requirement of physically screenshotting it, yeah. but we can just beam consciousness in the form of an energy. Yeah. That, what does that mean? So altered carbon. Altered carbon. Something. Yeah. Mm. So it had a concept of sleeves instead yeah. of bodies. Yeah. Like you have. I, I usually explain the concept of altered carbon uh, in detail. That's okay. So I mean, it's, it's similar to what Chirag has already said in the movie of Transcend. Mm-hmm. Uh, like uh, you, as, as a as a human. So so the idea is uh, that as a human, we like let's say spend eighty years of our time on a planet, right? So we have an experience of eighty years of our lifetime, which mm-hmm. goes away mm-hmm. if the person mm-hmm. dies. Right. What if you can store this consciousness and like add it to a sleeve, hmm. which is a human body? So right now, of course, there's a there's a very uh, strong debate on this. If uh, if we replace a heart in a person or if we replace a mind in a person, which is the same person? Hmm. Right. It's a very uh, neurological debate that keeps happening. Like if we re- like which which one primes? Triumphs mm. over a heart and brain. Mm. If heart is still being replaced, but brain has never been replaced. Yeah. Because brain has never been replaced. Never, yeah. So if you replace a brain, if let's say I take your brain and put it into Chirag's body, so will that be Paris Chirag or a no, combination no. of both? Mm. Both, right? Mm. I mean, apart from that, so <coughs> what what was happening in this altered carbon is mm. you're storing this consciousness and uh, you're transferring it into a sleeve. Sleep, which is a body, which is a body, right? which is yeah. a bio- biological body, but with a new consciousness. Yeah. So the person never dies; the consciousness is just transferred. Is transferred. Consciousness on cloud. <coughs> on yeah. cloud. And the crazy part is that you can choose the kind of body you want. So if you spend more money, you can um, probably buy a body which looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Correct. When he was young. Correct. Yeah. Or yeah, you you could actually upgrade your body. Yeah. Upgrade the sleeve based on how much you can spend. So they so what they show in that show is that uh, there is a massive grey market for body upgrades. Body upgrades. Yeah. For example, I want a certain thing in my body. I I can and because it's ultimately body is just a sleeve. Then it's just the carrier of your consciousness. So there is a grey market. Yeah, for you it. can be a ninja. You can be a warrior. You can be yeah. superstar. Yeah. Body is like clothes suddenly. <laughs> suddenly. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. It's like it's, a it's something your consciousness wears. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just to look a certain way. Yeah. And scientifically, you know what? Just uh, I was also reading that. Uh, Did people do? Do people get attracted to other person's consciousness or sleep? Because sleep can be changed. Only the consciousness. Only. Only the consciousness. Only the consciousness. So, so that they also show show that 
there is a family and the husband dies but his consciousness is stored then he's, he, uh, the consciousness is, uh, goes into a deep freeze so after 10, 15, 20 years the consciousness is put when the family can afford um, or someone can afford uh, they bail out the guy from deep freeze they put his uh, consciousness into another body he goes back to his family and his family recognizes the way he talks so or the mind consciousness even though he does not look the same consciousness as collateral <laughs> yeah. yeah oh man there was such a crazy thing that you know uh, the prisons will change uh, it would be consciousness torture for a third degree <laughs> they would put the consciousness into a third degree uh, virtual world where they would where it would feel like you've pa- passed 100 years in let's say yeah. 2 minutes oh, oh. <laughs> right? uh, so they would yeah. slow they, they would make it slow and then they would torture and then they would break your consciousness because ultimately it's more like mental damage or so, cr- so that show is mind blowing um, uh, sounds too centralized governments but yeah uh, you know what uh, I was also reading that it's not very far away uh, people have been trying to digitize consciousness for a long time and uh, it's a mixture of uh, nanotechnology biology and physics so what they do is uh, okay what do you guess can be the easiest way to digitize consciousness. What do you think? Take, take access to my Google Drive. <laughs> 50% you are there. Sure. You know what I do, what I do, what sure. I do. Sure. Correct. Or, I mean, like uh, machine learning. Uh, like, you are training a machine, right? So, hmm. what if you can train a machine with your consciousness hmm. and eventually transforms into an AI which can take uh, neurological decisions because of all the machine learning it has done. Like, yeah. I mean, uploading your consciousness from the cloud. Yeah. Which, but, which was shown in um, yeah. TV series. But, but let's say, let's say uh, there are two types, right? One is sentient, which is uh, very, uh, which is intelligence, and the other is just a bare basic uh, structure of who you are, what you are, uh, right? Your likes and dislikes, just as a. So, so what these people are doing, they're taking a person's brain, brain right now, of course, in experiments, they're slicing it in the most thinnest layers, hmm. right? Uh, and. Uh, they are reactivating the brain by electrical impulses. Then what do they do is they put an enzyme inside a slice. Yeah. As soon as they put an enzyme inside the slice, that enzyme goes and attaches to individual neurons. Now there are billions of neurons. If you want to map billions of neurons, uh, and, and as soon as they put a trigger, let's say five neurons light up. A trigger of let's say dopamine or pleasure. So they know that, oh, these five neurons can be mapped mm-hmm. onto a digital structure. And that is how I'm mapping your brain, individual neuron to individual neuron, instead of a instead of a surface level that I can access your Google Drive or Google Photos, right? Because those are essentially uh, your uh, sensory inputs to the world uh, and, and your outputs to the world mm-hmm. as well. But it is not actually going to the uh, what do you uh, the most fundamental layer of consciousness, which is your neurons, and how they connect and interact with each other. I mean. That's one way, of, I, I think that's far too complex way of putting it. Mm. I am saying what what I was saying with respect to Google Drive access, far more achievable and practically covers 80% of someone's life. So many people you have never interacted with or you have not interacted with over two years. You don't know whether they will physically exist. All you see is their WhatsApp, Instagram, their digital footprint, which is way too easily. Mm replicable hmm. and can be projected like 
some software can take over hmm. keep running it for 3 years and probably will never realize hmm. the person doesn't even exist anymore hmm. Hmm. so that practically covers a lot of ground True. i think that ground can be achieved very fast yeah but the beauty lies in complexity like the moment you go beyond it then the close circle also becomes reachable with this concept of consciousness being But Paris, there are two ways to build a brain, right? One is I recreate a brain by seeing your existing data. Yeah. So I am trying to reverse engineer it. The second way is I go first principles. I don't want any data. I will map neurons hmm. and then try to see if the brain has been created. Right? It's just two ways, like Do coming we? from the opposite ends. I mean, from what I know, what I have studied, it's not. It's not for sure that brain is just about neurons. Hmm. It might be much more than that. So just mapping of neurons or the neural pathways might just actually not be it. Like that's what we think. What do you is. think can be the addition? Like, are you talking about soul or no? I mean, experiences where do they get stored? Of course, they're like charge or notes, but hmm. does that totally is it totally replicable in true sense? Hmm. So you're saying that ultimately brain is a complex chem, uh, so organism of chemical transfer, right? From one chemical sorting from one neuron to the other neuron mm-hmm. to the other neuron, yes. right? Uh, which triggers the whole machine. So uh, yeah, I mean we may be very naive in understanding if that is the only one to one. But let's get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming from both. So ends. I mean, the brain has more number of neurons than the number stars. of stars, stars in, the universe, in the whole visible universe. Visible universe, and we don't know about the universe, right? Yeah. So, and <laughs> brain study is like thirty years old, mm-hmm. whereas we have been studying universe since hundred years or so. Do you know how we got to know that memory stored in brains? How? Because people with head head injuries lost memories. Yeah. <laughs> right. Correct. Didn't really have any data on whether we exactly. saw it from observations okay. that so most people who lose their memory were those who were in accidents that had injuries. Yeah, correct. So this brain yeah. study is so new, it's so naive. Like a lot of done work has been done by likes of Michio Kaku and all. Hmm. Right. So hmm. yeah, it's very new. So Ayush, uh, what about the okay second prediction? Okay. So do we get around to pick up there? Maybe we could have put it right now. <laughs> But yeah. Second. So, uh, so basically, uh, I was I was reading this very interesting data point, which one of our friends shared in the group today. Is uh, the rent of a house is like three percent of the cost of the house. Talking about India's geography, right? So when you can get a three BHK, four BHK at a three percent, then why do you purchase the house? Hmm. so i mean uh, definitely covid has slowed down the pace of the shared economy but i mean when when things get bet- better and if we are seeing at a 15 years of horizon i mean this apart from very luxury ultra luxury houses a lot of people might shift to a shared economy hmm. not owning a piece of asset because it is so cheap to have or rent that asset hmm. is what i think will increase in share Uh, which might change a lot of way how the assets are being created because right now we create let's say houses and asset mm. we create a house for a, for a permanent point of view mm. with a permanent point mm. of view but when if it's a transition transitionary transitionary point of view uh, 
uh, which we take while building a house, it might change. The space might change. How it's being constructed might change. So I mean, that's what my prediction is. Like the shared economy will increase. The share of the shared economy will increase, and people won't want to own a house. Like they won't want to own a car, and people will more people will move to a rental model. Despite having the money, it's not about the money. Despite having the money, they might invest in different other things. But for other things, they might go become like digital nomads mm. and not own a, a permanent property. So, are you sure? Just uh, just for my clarity, owning a or sharing a car and sharing a house are very different things, right? Because yes. if I if okay, we'll talk about your your guys' experiences as well. If I were to buy a house, it would be more like an investment into an asset because that asset itself appreciates in value for the same. Simple reason of demand and supply, population is increasing. The space is sim- small, and small people need houses. There is that limited land. Uh, the price goes up, right? So appreciation of the value of asset versus the yield that the asset produces on a year-on-year basis. They are two different concepts. So as soon as I go to car, that is a depreciating asset because it's okay. Yeah. Right. True. Uh, so I can share it. So I would try to maximize the yield of the car. Yeah. instead of the asset value yeah uh, so so do you think this is a good if a good enough argument to not go into sharing of real estate as an economy where people will continue to buy and accumulate land apartments or other kind of real estate for the appreciation uh, versus a car so that's what i said like if you want to go for an For an asset that gives you value hmm. or appreciates in value, people might go for a alternate asset hmm. instead of a of owning a property. I mean, the concept of digital nomad, nomad. Hmm. So this concept was not there because the world was not connected. Hmm. Since we are seeing the world getting more connected, the more people. I mean, I I have heard about so many people shifting to Bali, shifting to Vietnam, working from there uh, for six months and then traveling to another country for six months. I mean, these kind of people won't need a permanent house, yeah. right? Because they are already traveling. Yeah. And and these are these are intellectual people. Mm. They have a high-paying job. Mm. So I mean, there's a behavior change. Yeah. How people look at house as an investment versus as a place to live, and. do things so that's that's why i think i mean mm. not con- counting it as a part of investment but owning a house to live in yeah is the behavior that might change in the coming hmm mm-hmm. uh, yes what do you think guys ha ji multiple nuances to it if i start with some non mathematical reasoning then i think a big reason why people buy a house is also that these people somehow believe that unlimited amount of bad can happen to them And they'll have no money one day, mm. so at least they should have a roof over their head. Yeah. No matter how rich, wealthy they are, they can still foresee that oh, there might be a possibility that I might not have any money, but I have a roof over my mm. head. So partly it's because of that, because it can't just be mm. that I want to own a house or mm. it's an investment or there's a mathematical yeah. right. It's yeah. a big, it's a big Correct. emotional decision also in most cultures, mm. in a lot of cultures. I mean, Chinese in China, culture, in China, it's like. If a guy no doesn't have a girl, doesn't have a house, um, a girl won't marry him. Mm. So it's very prevalent in Chinese. Are you saying it's an NFT to having a marriage? <laughs> <laughs> I need to have that key. <laughs> yeah. So, so there there are a lot of emotional factors to also to that. Uh-huh. The way I look at a car versus a house, what I see that a house has a lower rent yield 
टिल द टाइम मेजोरिटी पीपल बिलीव दैट द प्राइसेस विल गो अप बिकॉज द वेल्थ क्रिएशन इन अप्रिसिएशन ऑफ प्राइस इज बीइंग ऑफसेट बाय लोअर रेंट्स सो आई एम हैप्पी टू गिव इट एट अ लोअर रेंट करेक्ट बिकॉज आई नो द प्राइस विल इंक्रीज इन सम अदर डायरेक्शन सो देयर इज मोर कंपटीशन पीपल आर रेडी टू गिव एट अ लोअर रेंट इट समवेयर इट स्टेबलाइजेस एट 3% ऑफ कोर्स इन केस ऑफ अ कार the value depreciates the yield has to be maximized mm-hmm. like we were saying so it should not make sense mm-hmm. to actually move to a more shared economy side but mm-hmm. what i see is that if frequency of change of that sector is very high mm-hmm. then the incentive to own something decreases mm-hmm. for example i don't want to own a smart fridge right mm-hmm. now because i know how fast is it it's going to change mm-hmm. or it's at very early yeah. stages mm-hmm. i'm happy owning a smartphone because i am a smartphones are not really changing mm-hmm. as such hardware specifications wise over 2 3 mm-hmm. but if smartphones were exponentially changing every 2 years i would have thought like hmm. makes sense every 2 months if they were changing i would have thought do i want to own it like right now i have very huge doubt on do i want to own a oculus quest pro or do i want to rent an oculus quest pro hmm. because i'll own something for 1500 dollars and they'll come up with a version 2 in But like 5 yeah. months yeah and then it will be useless to me because i would not want to stay on the second best yeah. piece of tech okay. so i think in a depreciating asset if the pace of change of tech is slow then ownership will still be relevant hmm. and of course there is a tesla side to it that over oh, the car will earn money for you yeah but i think then again the stability kicks in because there will be so many more people to offer the yeah. same thing yeah that's how i look at it makes sense so guys <coughs> what is your second prediction of my second prediction is just look at what rich people don't want to do and they will not and a lot of people will not have to do that for mm. years from now like if a rich person doesn't like to cook their own meal and wants to have a personalized meal every time probably that's something that will happen to everyone mm. but in general i mean a lot of prediction can be made through this lens mm. but one of the strongest that i really believe in is that every rich person has big time fomo with respect to time mm. they think of their very less time mm. in this world like they might be 40 and they think they very less time mm. in this world and what's the biggest loss of time that we have sleeping hmm so i think yeah, yeah. a lot of people might just give up on sleeping in 15 years because of some external yeah. drug implants whatever i think a good section of society will not need to sleep they might sleep as leisure problem yeah. but they will not need to sleep and the rich will definitely not sleep mm. they will be after it and mm. taking the jeffies will not sleep in 15 years so he's sleep- got external testosterone inside his body yeah. to stay fitter and look younger what are you talking about this is already happening it's already happening wow yeah that's crazy even How i want even i want to experience that thing like why, why do you have i mean eating <laughs> traveling and sleeping these are the three, three biggest time wasters eating still leisure part eating still leisure time waster i wouldn't say but these are the three things that consumes a lot of time in a daily life Out of twenty four hours, hmm. and I think humans can be more productive. <laughs> All the biology, bio, biology suggests the other way. I mean, you need to. So, so to a lot of people, it might sound like dystopia. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, so, but I want to uh, break this down into two parts. One is the experience of leisure and pleasure that you get from eating, sleeping, 
and traveling right so we need to retain the experience of it while uh, shortening the time required for it right yeah, where we can uh, elongate the time in perceptional value that hey i have traveled for yeah, output two weeks output should be same the output yeah. to our psyche should be same yeah. and uh, but uh, the input can change i don't need to actually go and sleep for 12 hours yeah. but if there is a pain really useless come on guys sundays anyway so uh, right. so I, i don't need to sleep for 12 hours but if i could just pop a pill or if i could just go into a cryogenic chamber for 15 minutes yeah. and uh, my brain is flushed with the so same enzymes which causes the same relaxation and same simulation and yeah, same simulation and i'm uh, active again in a 15 minute time span that would do the trick yeah right no that's very interesting my prediction is if you sleep you will have this insane uh so my prediction is uh, the uh the way people love uh, will change uh, uh and and i'm saying uh, love love their partners or uh, the concept of partners will change so i made this prediction uh, long ago just like uh, um uh, uh, lgbtq as a concept was uh, uh, is not uh, very uh, uh, common in uh, or, or or very well understood in the generation previous to us or the previous to previous to us especially in uh, southeast asia uh, and but now for our generation we are very normalizing it uh, and it's completely cool uh, i think uh, the concept of polygamy will be the major shocker to the generation which is right now and monogamy is going to go out for a toss so probably imagine your kids coming and telling you that hey i'm polygamous are you okay with it and i believe that a lot of people uh, of our generation will not be okay with it so so i, I feel these generational shifts will happen between human interactions and uh, also uh, as you have seen in uh, japan right uh, people a lot of people have given up on the concept of uh, having a male or a female human partner in their life but they are actually dating ais they are <laughs> dating digital uh, like digital partners where they uh, and people spend shit loads of money today on a digital yeah, AI partner. partner yeah anyway uh, so don't and that is happening in a niche right yeah imagine this exploding to the world and i'm telling you um, um, if you had to draw a parallel just draw a parallel to porn right porn causes dopamine in people's head which gives you uh, certain kinds of uh, pleasure right it was not it was not that 100 years ago there were brothels right there came a massive uh, distributional change as soon as porn came in similarly companionship millions of people having issues in their married life or relationships right what if they start to shift or opt for digital partners where they would eliminate all the bad things that come with uh, companionship and just retain the good ones that would be crazy <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy so the the sexuality part of it or the sex part of it becomes entirely physical yeah which is where you are saying the polygamy will kick in yeah and for our emotional intimacy we will go to digital partners yeah that's, imagine that's what you say yeah uh, that can be one way or 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 for the sexual part there is also uh, sex dolls are the sales of sex dolls so check it's insane in japan okay. the amount of people who opt in for these kind of things is crazy hmm. i wouldn't see is japan is a massive experimental sandbox yeah. 
of the future and if that guys porn uh, was the first came first uh, the first hint of porn started in japan where they started to digitize brothels and and the whole industry spanned out from there but uh, japan is also facing a population, population crisis right japan somehow feels to me that it's not everything that is happening in japan might not be scalable because it's a lot built on scarcity of a lot of things correct like scarcity of resources hmm things are extremely expensive scarcity of land <laughs> living land resources earning your living is very stressful yeah. the work culture is bad so hmm. not having kids hmm. might not be just about the the, the generations there have gone intelligent and don't believe in having kids probably they just not about kids <laughs> anymore so they are not having kids hmm. so possible that could also be hmm. one way hmm. so i think uh, there is a concept in japan called keroshi which is uh, death by overwork so it is very common sight in japan to see a man or a woman walking uh, back from work at 2 am in the night wearing a suit and coat and like just carrying their suitcase uh, and then reporting back to work at 8 am um, they it is actually and japan had to create public holidays so that people would not work and come and uh, bloody spend money on um, leisure so that the gdp increases they actually invent holidays because uh, it is culturally such a hotpot that people just want to uh, obey their masters or elders or bosses and they and, and uh, so there's a there's a weird thing that the first one to leave the office in japan is looked down upon that it is and it actually matters in your promotion uh, if you leave the office first other people will look at it they would think that he is not very hard working or she is not very hard working and then it uh, and uh, the word goes to the boss and they actually affect some promotion so this that's true for some indian companies also true true this true but but uh, but the difference between west and east is so massive right now in terms of just worst work but, but actually i mean all these conditions that you're talking about is that is one of the main reason that it's forcing people to not have intimate intimate partnerships intimate mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. because they're overworked overstressed mm-hmm. uh, deep into ai mm-hmm. anime different other mm-hmm. they i mean they have different distractions already at least yeah. which is i mean letting it to the verge of population collapse True. population crisis True. so I, i i mean i would not want to uh, scale model of japan <laughs> <laughs> instead of that would want to take out like good parts of it and then yeah so so it. yeah you're saying that uh, since the creator economy is booming and people are doing things on their own time this would shift this would shift this would shift this should shift this should shift it is a natural progression i it. think the way you were saying that the way people love will change uh, the way people love right now that will change yeah. in future i think it makes sense actually mm. it might happen mm. because i see that the constraints that we built as society for progress those constraints are just coming down with every generation mm. yeah. because those constraints are not needed for human human civilization progress anymore anymore or are not entirely needed so mm. if let's say the concept of staying with family as a whole like it, mm. it, it's going down yeah. right nuclear yeah. family is increasing probably because houses are more safe or colonies are more safe societies mm. are more created so mm. you don't need 20 people in the family to fight a fight mm. you have guards around you mm. somewhere mm. So, so you can be a lot more safer than you would have been in a nuclear family setup probably 50 years ago yeah so similarly for like why was monogamy made so 
that we don't find our success in meeting success yeah so we both we focus on better things yeah. that's the more, most logical thing why monogamy yeah. could have been created yeah. so maybe after 15 years this monogamy is not needed for human civilization progress mm-hmm. so the generations start to feel that mm-hmm. why is it needed like mm-hmm. they, if they start to see that there is no benefit of this mm-hmm. then they will act I I would look at myself. I think twenty years later, at this point, when I feel like a boomer. Then <laughs> <laughs> you have the nanobots doing your work and advancing yeah. civilization. Then what will you do? Yeah, probably yeah. spend all my time in pleasure. <laughs> But is it also possible that a lot of then like previously physical safety was an issue. Tomorrow, emotional or mental safety becomes a much bigger yeah. issue, mm. which probably pushes a lot of people away from. कंपेनशिप और एनीथिंग it would know you in and out more than you know yourself because it's directly embedded inside you what what do you think about that then then it it becomes slightly contradictory that we are moving towards such a personalized world this is it's an interesting question hmm. whether i'll choose higher productivity or higher control hmm. once i have an unbridled of like hmm. i have good control over what i do yes. what i want what i feel but i don't want to feel AI integration with me will of course make me exponentially more productive. Yeah. But I start to lose control. Yeah. Then will I? To what extent will I want to lose control mm. to become more efficient? Yeah. So there's no. I'm not sure what's the clear answer to this. Probably we'll feel it and we'll know it, and every person will have different level of AI yeah. supplement or AI yeah. external yeah. support. Yeah. Makes sense. Have we done the second round for you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, shared all this. Shared, shared, or shared, <laughs> love, love. Yeah, sleep, no fucking sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. I think cool. We should call it day then. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks a lot for watching us. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, comment, like, share, comment, subscribe. <laughs> yes, and then please uh, be free to share uh, the podcast with people who you think can be valuable. For uh, we are just guys who are trying to uh, bring out our thoughts about what we read, what we learn about the world, and share it with all of you. would love to know if there is any way we can uh, improve the podcast for all of you and if you have predictions for what can happen in next 15 years please put them in the comments below would love to know yeah yeah that would be insane <laughs> perfect right. thanks a lot bye